1: I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited that we're recording Cinechix again. I feel like uh, we've been dreaming about bringing it back and trying to figure out how to do it for so long. And it just feels so good to be recording and to have a new format of how we're recording. And But it does feel a little sad that we're not sitting in our house on the floor in a closet. We've upgraded. We have I miss the closet days. I know. So since the closet days, since March last year, what's what's new? Share with our listeners what you've been up to. Oh, oh man. Well, um, I moved, got a new yeah. apartment.
0: Yeah. Loving it. It's great. Love the location. <laughs> really enjoying how it's decorated. Yes, I'm enjoying actually very sitting. There. Thank you. Sitting on my couch while I record because, you know, it's
1: just nicer Instead of than
0: sitting on the way floor. better than the floor. Yeah. Oh, Amen. yeah. Um, and then I also started a new job.
1: Yes, that's
0: exciting. Summer slash fall. Yes. So I'm at a new school doing new things. and not in the classroom anymore, which has been lovely uh, and really enjoying it. It's been great. and That's really me. You know, just kind of settling in, doing some new things.
1: Yeah. And you've become an Our Place girly this year. So you have a new pot and a new pan. This is
0: true. Really enjoying yeah. it. It's, have you it's made any, really well.
1: Have you made any yummy recipes on it on, with them since you've gotten them?
0: I'm trying to think. I've made stuff, but I can't remember what I made. Although today <laughs> I did use it to um, sear my steak for the recipe that you told me about, which I'm
1: about to do yes. when we finish recording. So I'm very excited about that. That's a good one. That's a Indeed. good meal. I'm jealous that that's what you're eating. Yes. I've been doing some cooking. Did a lot of reading. Yes. Like, how many, a lot how of many books did you read last year? 112. That is a lot of books. I think I read 112 pages.
0: Well, anything is better than nothing. We love reading. Yeah. <laughs> that's These not true. I actually,
1: stuff. I actually think I got back into reading this year, or have tried to got a kindle and the the summer i turned pretty series which was a tv show that Am- amazon did amazon put it out amazon put out this I year so, yes it was that series was so good i cannot wait for season two but it got me wanting to read the books and the books i like could not put them down while i was reading them
0: um, i also just, read those um,
1: and loved them would recommend yeah. would recommend highly recommend um, well, since March, I'm still working the same job. I'm still taking pictures and shooting weddings. I'm launching a new business in February, so a lot of time the last couple of months has been dedicated to that. Um, still kind of a secret, so I'm excited for it to not be a secret anymore, and I've gotten a puppy, and she is the love of love my life. The puppy. Her name is Moxie. She's six months old now, and she's a mini Bernie Doodle. And she is like, could not be the cutest thing. I just think she's so, so cute. She's laying on the floor right next to me. And when I said her name, she like picked up her head and she was like, What, Mom? And then she went back to sleep. She's so cute.
0: I can't confirm.
1: She is very cute. Yeah. She's, I could just like stare at her all day long, I feel like. Um, Okay. Yeah. So what are we talking about today?
0: Today, we are going to recap our top five favorite movies that came out in 2022 that we watched. And then we're going to end by talking about what we're excited for and what we are not excited for with 2023 movies.
1: Okay, I'm ready. A preview, if you will. I pulled mine together and I kind of cheated while I was pulling mine together because I looked at your list. And so... Your list very much inspired my list, but we saw several of these movies together. We Um, did. How do we want to do it? Do we just want to go from like, bounce back and forth, fifth favorite to most favorite?
0: I say that's good. I can start us off.
1: But I will say,
0: so this is a combination of movies that we saw in theaters. Some of them are not in Hmm. theaters. Um, I like had a brain fart when I did all this, and so I used my AMC app to track what I watched. And then I also yeah. used our spreadsheet. So this is a plug. The spreadsheet is back. It's a work in mm-hmm. progress, but it is back. So, Heck yeah. It was and like I using also the spreadsheet to,
1: I was using the spreadsheet to, like, reminisce this, like, while we were doing this. And I was like, oh, oh yes. yeah, that was this year? Oh. Oh
0: yes. So I used the spreadsheet and I did movies that came out in 2022. Um, okay. For example... I saw Spider-Man No Way Home in 2022. Loved that movie. However, Uh it came out in 2021. So I did not count that on the list. But um, Mm -hmm. I still would recommend that movie. So we can just kind of start. I will start with my top five. Uh, and we will alternate and go down the list.
1: I did not follow that rule. I did movies I saw in 2022, even if they did not come out in 2022. But I think... Only one of my movies on my list falls in that category. So, and it'll be very obvious which one did not come out in 2022.
0: We do our own rules, you know. What are rules? All right. Well, let's get after it. What was your number five? So my number five is actually a movie that I watched very recently. And by very recently, I mean it came out on Christmas of 2022. And that is The Glass Onion, which is a Knives Out mystery. Now. Mm -hmm. I really liked Knives Out. It uh, mm-hmm. came out, I want to say, like, two, three years ago. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was very curious to see how they were going to do this. This is on Netflix. So um, it has a different cast, but it has the same main inspector dude. So this okay. movie gave me similar vibes to Death on the Nile. So it's like as as- Sherlock
1: Holmes, where the detective is the same. I haven't seen it. Yes. So, I don't know. Okay. It is
0: the same. So, uh, it follows like, they all go to this, they're all connected to this rich dude in this friend group, but they're all like, one's a politician, one is like a influencer, one is an actress. It's just like a very, like, you know, diverse group of characters to which you're going, how do they all connect? And they all get different yeah. like, box. And so then, of course, they get there and somebody dies.
1: It's okay. just really well
0: done. And I will say, like, I didn't there were some twists that I didn't fully see coming, mm-hmm. um, which was a nice surprise. And it was not what I expected it to be. It wasn't just like yeah. an open and shut, like, oh, yeah, this person's going to die. It does take a little bit into the movie to get to the, like, you know, who dies. Yeah. But it's worth it. So okay. that is my number five, Glass Onion I Knives Out Mystery. It is very much still on Netflix because it just came out. Would recommend everybody watch it. I think I'm going to
1: watch it tonight after we finish recording you should and I would like to know your thoughts I I almost started it yesterday but it was like you know when you sit down to watch a movie and you're like I just need a movie to fall asleep or to like have its background noise while I scroll that's what I needed and I knew that I wanted to like have full attention on Glass Onion so I didn't start it so we'll see let's see what time we finish but I think I'm gonna watch it I watched for the first time this year and I think it's a movie that will infiltrate my top 10 favorite movies of all time and the reason that it's not number one on this list is because it came out so long ago I didn't think I could put it as like number one for like top five movies this year but it's also wildly out of character for me and I really didn't think I was going to like it. And then I like put it on to have background noise. And I was literally enamored by it the entire time. But the movie is how to lose a guy in 10 days. I'm literally obsessed with it. It went viral on TikTok, And I was like, why is everyone so obsessed with this? Um, What's the girl, the actress's name that's in Uh, Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson. Uh, She is great. I like Kate Hudson. And let's not like forget about Matthew McConaughey. Like, he, for sure, is somebody, he's an actor that gets a free pass for me, which is why I put it and on, So I was like, huh, we'll see how it goes. And I am literally obsessed. I've watched it twice, like, a second time since I watched it that first time. So, anyways, this is, uh, should probably be more of, like, an honorable mention, but it did make the list, because it brought me a lot of joy, and we love a movie that can, like, make people smile be interesting like way past it's been released so anyways everybody's probably gonna be like oh my gosh fast forward what the heck maddie is talking about right now because obviously that's a good movie and we all saw it a bajillion years ago
0: but nonetheless it's one of my top five from this year i would just like it to have it on record that a rom-com is now one of your top favorite movies so
1: i know i need to go I need to go back and look at my top 10 list and see how many other rom-coms are on it. Because yeah, to be honest,
0: I haven't watched that movie in a hot minute and now you're making me want to go watch it. So maybe while you watch Glass Onion, I'll go watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days.
1: No, I want to watch it with you. We can watch because... it together. You know I always it's Such a, a cute movie. It is. It's a classic. It's a classic. Good <laughs> choice.
0: Even though it didn't come out in 2022, I still respect it.
1: Thank you. What's your number four?
0: So my number four is Don't Worry, Darling. Now, Mm -hmm. this is a very strange movie. But it became my number four because it is so well done. Like, I left that movie and I was like, I feel like I could watch this again and pick up whole new things. Um, Yeah. So Florence Pugh in this if she does not get nominated for best actress for the Oscars, I am going to be so upset. She was incredible. Um, and then Harry Styles was the counterpart. Now Harry Styles as an actor is kind of 50 50 for me. I think he was okay. I also think you could have replaced him in this movie, but overall like Chris Pine did a great job. Like the cast yeah. was amazing. The effects were incredible. I'm trying to think of how to describe this movie and I don't really know how to, other than it's like a utopian society, the men all work for this company. It's very, it's like psychological thriller-ish. So if you like that kind of thing, would recommend, there was historically some drama when this first came out with some spitting. Uh, You can Google it and
1: (laughs) there's all the things out
0: there. It's very entertaining to listen to, but overall it was just really well made and it made me think Yeah. And I would watch it again. So that is my number four.
1: Yeah. I also really like Don't Worry Darling. I put it, it's not one of my top five, but it is an honorable mention because there was no way in heck you could predict the ending of that movie. And I love Absolutely a movie not. that you can't predict. So that's a great, that's a great choice for your number four. All right. What is your number four, Maddie? My number four is also an, another kind of strange one. And it'll appeal to a very uh, niche audience or niche Niche, niche audience but it's the harry potter 20th anniversary return to hogwarts It came out right at the beginning of the year for me this is just like nostalgia to the n- nth degree and it was another one that just like brought me so much joy and i hung on to every word that the actors were saying i know it's more of a documentary than like a movie but i went back and rewatched it actually over thanksgiving break just because I wanted to, and I like enjoyed it just as much the second time. And I think while it's not something with the storyline, it just like is a testament to how great the Harry Potter series is. And this year, um, a Dumbledore movie came out and, or it might've come out last oh, yeah. year, but I watched it this year. It and was the fantastic the Dumbled- beast, wasn't it? Yeah. And that was a good movie. But it's watching those movies, I just don't get the same feeling, excitement. I don't hang on to every word that every character is saying the way I did in the original Harry Potter series. And so this to me was just like so fun to see the characters and to hear them talk about their roles and to hear them talk about how the movie impacted their lives. And like, I mean, watching the like three, the guy, you know... um the three main Hermione, Ron and Harry come back and talk to each other on screen and talk about how, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting to me. I think that there's no one else like them that can relate to what they have done and accomplished in their careers the way that the three of them have. And so, um, and besides Emma, like the other two have gone on and done other things, but I think she's the one that has really like made a career out of Mm -hmm. acting the other two act still and have been in other things, but I wouldn't say are like known for huge other roles. Um, Daniel Radcliffe a little bit on Broadway, but that's very different. So anyways, this to me was just a really good movie. And if you haven't watched it, I highly, highly recommend, even if the Harry Potter series isn't one of your favorite things. So I agree. It was just so nostalgic. I vividly remember, I don't know if you were there or not, I'm going to be honest, but I vividly
0: remember Going into our living room, curling up on the couch like on a morning when it first came out with like a cup of coffee and watching it and just being like,
1: oh, it felt like. Yeah, we watched it. We watched it together the day it released. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. It was just like, it's really sweet and it brings back lots of memories. So good choice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. What's your number three? We actually, I think, have the same number three.
1: We do. We want to announce them at the the same time. Yes.
0: Never mind. Yeah, it's the Batman. Yeah. The Batman. Now, this is very out of character for me because the people probably know I'm not a huge, like, (laughs) action fan. Like, I don't dislike it. Um, But we went to, like, the premiere of this. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was incredible. Like, um, I really enjoyed it. And just, like, the story, the cinematography was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. the music, all the things. It was just quite an experience. And I, yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: How, in your opinion, was Robert Pattinson as Batman?
0: He did much better than I thought he would. Um, I'm not a huge Robert Pattinson gal. Like, I don't think he's attractive. You don't love Twilight? I hate Twilight. (laughs) It is a trash movie. It is. It is garbage. Please don't watch that. Um, But I think, like, his, like, stoicness worked well in this character. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I thought, like, it was just really well made and really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. What did you think of it?
1: No, I completely agree. I thought the cinematography was awesome. I thought that it was cast really well. Um, we talked about this movie actually on the podcast, if you like go back to season one. And I kind of roasted um, Zoe Kravitz and her role. Yeah. Um, and I would still like stand by that. But I really, really liked the villains in this movie. You had both like the Penguin and the Riddler. Um, and they just like stood out to me as villains in the bat like other Batman movies I think it's really hard to compare to the Joker and to be as interesting and as complex it's a very hard thing to do and I thought that the actors that played those roles did a really good job um I would also say that I um am very nostalgic to like the original Batman movies and the character like James Gordon and then Pennyworth are two characters that to me like only one actor can play each of those roles and they were cast in that series like you know that other like the original series and I thought both the actors in those roles did really good and so to me this is in my top five because it exceeded my expectations and so I would would recommend I would watch it again if somebody was like come over and watch Batman I'd be like great let's do it so yeah yeah. But I don't think it'll win any awards, unfortunately. Um, no,
0: I think it came out, t- I also think it came out too early in the
1: year. Yeah. Um, when you watch the other things that it compete- would compete against, it just doesn't stand a chance, unfortunately. I think if this version no. came out five years ago, it probably would have a strong, strong chance. But, yeah. Anyway. Cool. Well. Awesome. What's your number right. two? My
0: number two is a movie that I do think will win some awards, and that is Elvis. Okay. Um, I was kind of surprised this was my number two, I'm going to be honest. But, like, I looked at my oh. rankings, and I was like, I'm trusting my gut. Um, this is my number two, sure, like, solely based on, like, how well it's done. Yeah. Um, I thought Austin Butler was incredible. Much like Florence Pugh and Don't Worry Darling, like, he better get nominated for some stuff. Um, Yeah. He, like, took on the character, like, to the point where, like, he can't not talk like Elvis in real life because he did it for so long, which I think is kind of funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. He might now, but, like, for a while, like, in interviews, he still sounded like Elvis because he was that, like,
1: immersed (laughs) in in the character.
0: Now, I do Mm -hmm. think this movie is a little bit long. That is one of my pet peeves with movies these days is, I'm like, nobody wants to sit for over two and a half hours in a movie. They just don't. Yeah. Um, but overall... It's like, like... Tom Hanks also was incredible. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, like, if this does not weigh makeup and hairstyling or costuming, like, something is wrong. It was just yeah. so, so well
1: done. I also think the way that the storyline was written was very intriguing. Um, mm-hmm. And... I think I learned something. Like, I think you grow up and Elvis is, like, a household name. And I think when I was younger, you know, it was, like, kind of funny to joke about how, like, Elvis died on the toilet. But, like, I never really knew what that meant or what his career actually yeah. looked like. And this was, like, very eye-opening to me in the juxtaposition of, like, how Elvis's music came to be. And I had no idea that, like, his inspirations were what they were. Mm-hmm. And so – It's a good movie. It didn't make my top five, but it did make my honorable mentions. Um, And I think if I had a top six, it would probably be my top. It would be number six. Um, Or if I were to take How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days off of being number five, Elvis would have been number five. So I agree with you. Such a good movie. It'll definitely get nominated. I don't know if it'll win because of... I don't think it'll win Best Picture, unfortunately, because of the other things it's going up against. But I do think it has opportunity. Um, I think Austin Butler will get nominated for Best Actor, but I don't think he'll win. Um, Agreed. But we'll see. You never know. Because I think the movie that will win top picture, which I'm not going to say what I think it's going to be at the Oscars, but the movie that I think is going to win, I don't think that actor will win lead actor. So you never know. It could be an upset. But very cool. Who knows? That's a good one. All right. What was your number two yes my number two is everything everywhere all at once and this is my number two because this is a movie that's full of surprises and it takes I'm somebody that like can literally sit through a movie and I'll lean over to Lauren while we're in a movie theater and I'll be like this is about to happen this is about to happen and I can just predict it and this is a movie that I watched it at home I actually watched it with a friend and we, like, had plans to, like, watch this and play a game at the same time. And we, like, could not play a game because we were so dialed into the movie. And I think the, like, overall storyline of, like, all of our little moments matter was so brilliant, brilliantly written. But then the subplots, like, I feel like a lot of times when movies try to have, like, multiple storylines going on, they get lost. There were so many... Small storylines going on because it's, like, this multiverse and, like, you know, basically this idea that, like, every decision you make in life is creates, like, a new version of your life. And that can be down to the smallest things. And so it was just so, so well done. One of the things that it, like, very much dove into was, like, the relationship between the main character and her daughter and I thought that the way that it portrayed their relationship was so interesting and not predictable. I feel like typically in movies, the mother-daughter dynamic is fairly, like, predictable. And, like, you can see where it's going. Yeah. It's going, And this was just, like, it was so good. And if, like, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend. Um, I think I got it. I don't know exactly what I scored it, but I think it was pretty close to a 10. So, um, which takes a lot for me to wait the movie. One. Yeah, it's good. I, I think that you probably wouldn't have scored it in your top five knowing what you like and knowing the other things that are in your top five. Like, I don't think you'd like it more than any of the ones that are in there, but I think that you would enjoy it.
0: Um, I'll have to check it out. Definitely yeah. adding it to my list. Do All it. right. Um, last but not least, um, I believe we both have the same number one movie. that <laughs> We was- do. For me, this was a very easy number one. Did not have to think about it. And that is Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun
1: Maverick. Heck yeah.
0: I saw this movie in the theater twice. Could have seen it more times. It just recently got taken out of theaters. And the number of times I was like, do I just go watch Top Gun again? I didn't. Kind of regret it. Because it is on stupid Paramount Plus streaming. And nobody uses that. So... They need to put it somewhere else because I want to watch it again. This is like, this will be one of my comfort movies. I liked the original Top Gun. I wouldn't say I loved it. Like, I respected it. Um, Yeah. But this movie was so good. I am immediately a Miles Teller fan, which, I mean, it's not unusual with every other female our age. Um, Yeah, it's true. (laughs) I think he was casted, like, so well. And I would love yeah. to see him in more things. Yeah. Um, also, if you haven't followed his wife on TikTok, she's hilarious. Oh, and they're so funny together. You should look her up. Her name is Kelly Teller. And okay. she would just post like thirst traps of her husband on the internet for everybody to see <laughs> because she knew everybody was like fangirling. And it was so funny. Um, I think Tom Cruise was great. But I really think Miles Teller was the winner. Also, yeah. like the most attractive cast. Like I'm personally, my favorite character was Bob, played by Lewis Pullman, the That's son very of Bill Pullman, who is in my one of my favorite movies of all time, While You Were Sleeping, which we have talked about on here. It's a terrible. It was movie, like the nerdy yeah, guy. Okay. It's a great movie, and you cannot convince me otherwise. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought like the storyline was incredible. Like it was just so well made. Well cast. I would just watch it over and over again.
1: I agree. I think it's another one that will end up, you'll be able to watch it over and over and over again. And it's very much a rewatchable movie. Um, I really liked all of the small nods in the, this new Top Gun movie to the original. Um, mm-hmm. I was a, a late subscriber to the original. Top Gun. I think I probably watched it in 2020 or 2021 at the beginning of the year. And when I watched it, I was like, yeah, I get it, but I don't really understand the cult following. But watching this Top Gun Maverick made me like the first one even more. Um, I will say that there were some aspects of it that are like kind of unrealistic, but it's kind of unrealistic in like the original way that like makes people love movies. of Like, this can only happen in the movies. And right. I think that there's something very endearing about that, um, so I agree with you. I agree on all fronts. Um, honestly, I want to watch this one again. Maybe I'll watch this tonight instead of if you Glass have Paramount Plus and you're holding out on me, I'm gonna be mad. I, I want to watch. Don't it. think I have Paramount Plus. I did on my old TV because it was logged into a friend's, but I've I since did. gotten a new TV because. The Texas Lightning killed my TV, so. It's fair. Um, I anyway. do think this will win awards.
0: This is one of the yes. few movies that I would say is, like, like, it's a popular movie. Like, it, it's not, like, a high-level critical make-your-brain-hurt like a lot of the Oscar movies are. This is one that was, like, yeah. very, very mainstream popular, and I do think it will do quite well on a number of friends, Yeah, which makes me happy.
1: Yeah, I would call it a fan favorite. Anyone and everyone can like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Did you have any honorable mentions? I had one honorable mention, and that was Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, I read this book. I loved the book. um, Since I found out it was a little bit problematic with the author, but we're just going to move past that for now. (laughs) Um, And I was really skeptical because I was like – if I really like a book and it's turned into a movie, I'm like, is it really going to be close? I don't know. Um, it stuck very close to the storyline. Um, okay. And it had been so long since I read it, I forgot the twist at the end, which was a pleasant oh. surprise. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I liked it. I don't know. It's not in my top five because I don't think it was, like, the acting was super solid. Like, it was Okay um yeah but if you've read the book i do recommend the movie it was really good
1: yeah wait what happened with the author and the movie i don't know that drama
0: um, there's some it's a long story and i don't want to like ruin it the author like did some things i think i don't know it's been a while but i just have been told gotcha. like, it's problematic which it might be so
1: i don't know you can <laughs> look it up if you want. when you know there's drama but you don't know what the drama is yeah for sure (sighs) that's cool um I already mentioned two of my honorable mentions don't worry darling and Elvis great movies but they just didn't happen I didn't have space in my top five for them and the other one was Wakanda Forever um I thought that this was well done it didn't make my top five because there was just a few too many times in the movie where I was like okay we get it let's move to the next scene okay we get it let's move to the next scene but I thought it was really exciting to see a new kind of villain who's kind of like this like anti-hero anti-villain type character. Um, I thought the, just like, I don't even know what it's called, but like all of the underworld under the ocean was so beautiful and cool and creative and, I didn't see it coming from this movie, which I think that I probably should have seen it coming. But um, I also thought this movie is just like so excellently cast. And I think the director is very thoughtful in how they put characters together. So if you haven't seen Wakanda forever, I highly, highly, highly recommend. I actually Um, haven't seen it. So it's on my list. Yeah. I think it probably would have made your top five if you saw it. So I'll add it to the list. Yeah. cool. Right. what are you excited for in twenty
0: twenty three? We can run through these fairly quickly because we don't have a lot of info on some of them. Um, the first one I think we're both excited for is the new live action Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, I'm very curious to see the casting on this. Um, Melissa McCarthy I think is Ursula, which is very intriguing to me. I love Melissa. I did McCarthy. not know that.
1: That's yes, yeah, I just found that me. out.
0: Also, I think oh, what's really cool interesting her. about this is Ariel is played by an African American girl, which I think is yep. awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's a big step in Disney. So we go Disney. Yep. Yeah. So I'm curious. See, I don't always love live action remakes, but I am intrigued yeah. with this one mostly because of some of the casting decisions.
1: Yeah, Ariel is like my second favorite princess, followed by Belle, and. I loved the Beauty and the Beast remake. I thought it was done really, really well. And so, but I agree, not all of them have been done exceptionally well. Um, but I, I would say of our list of things that we're excited for in 2023, this is probably the one that I'm most excited for. So I'm hoping that it meets my expectations. Um, after The Little Mermaid, we have Barbie, which I'm also very excited about because it's starring my favorite actress, which is Margot Robbie. Um, she has a free yeah. cast in my book
0: and brian Gosling, he's in us
1: i'm like 50 50 on him
0: i think this is gonna be a great role for him
1: we'll see oh for sure i'm sure he'll be fine but i'm saying him as an actor he does not have a free pass the way that margot robbie has a free pass that's fair in my book
0: i think i'm most intrigued by this it's directed by greta gerwig who directed little women yeah um, and I love her and I love the way she directs. So I'm really curious about this one. When I first heard Barbie movie, I was like, That sounds weird. And it very well could be weird. But I am intrigued. It's supposed to come out in July.
1: So we'll see. It's a great summer movie. Probably won't mm. win awards at the end of the day, but I bet it'll be really, really I think it's gonna be a good one. Hopefully we'll it doesn't
0: plot. We'll see. The next one on the list is a movie called Oppenheimer, and it's about the guy who invented the atomic bomb.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: what intrigues me about this is a couple things. First of all, it is directed by Christopher Nolan, who yeah. does the Batman movies. Yeah. So have you seen the like, Castle? Incredible. Yes. So it has, we got Florence Pugh, we have Emily Blunt, we have Matt Damon, we have Robert Downey Jr. And I'm like, what is happening?
1: Yeah. It's like huge names. Yes. Bad, so a lot in, it. in it. Well, she was busy doing Barbie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll see. Um, I don't know yeah, what's about this. We love Chris Chris Nolan. Mr. Chris is what I like to call him. So, Mr. Nolan. High expectations <laughs> around this one, too. Another, Another summer release. Uh later in the year we're going to see a another Hunger Games coming out which was there even another Hunger Games book was this written after the other movies were released?
0: Yes, so this is a newer hey. Hunger Games book. It is called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and it's kind of like a
1: like a spin-off I would say. Um So it's not okay. the same cast.
0: I don't believe so. It comes out in November so we don't know a ton about it. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find it. But I just know, like, I'm curious. I haven't read this book because it came out fairly recently. I think it follows more of, like, snow rather than, like, the main characters. So I think it, it's kind of like the Fantastic Beasts are to uh, Harry Potter of, like, general same world, different people. Okay. If that makes That's... sense. So we'll yeah. see. don't know what's on about it. Although apparently Viola Davis is in it. So that makes me
1: very happy. I love Viola Davis.
0: She's fantastic. And the girl that played um, Maria in West Side Story.
1: Oh, wait, West Side Story didn't come out in 2022, did it? I think that's 2021. Because it was at the last Oscars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it like had a performance there. That's right.
0: All right. The next one comes out in December. And it is called mm-hmm. Wonka. As you can probably guess, it is about none other than Willy Wonka. What's intriguing to me about this is it's starring Timothy Chalamet.
1: Yeah.
0: Timothy Chalamet, I think this could be a very interesting character for him. And I think he has the potential to embrace the weirdness that is Willy Wonka. Yeah. And it's like, supposedly, it's like a prequel. So it's like how he meets the Oompa Loompas, which is also intriguing to me. So, I don't know. Could be interesting. I didn't realize that it
1: was a prequel.
0: Yeah, it's about, like, how he met the Oompa Loompas and, like, got into everything, I believe. That is which fascinating. I think, which is always a question I've had. It's, like, in the Willy Wonka movies, it's, like, where did you con- how did you convince these people to do slave labor for you? Like, I don't understand. So... Could be
1: slave labor for you. (laughs) I am not wrong. You're not. They're like robots, but they're not. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then we have The Color Purple that comes out in December. This is one of my favorite musicals. Um, I don't think that you've seen this musical, but it is incredibly impactful. And so I'm very excited to see it be on the big screen. It's a remake, so there is a movie musical adaptation of it that already exists, but I wouldn't say it's very well done. The interesting thing to me about The Color Purple is the cast here. Um, There's a lot of names that aren't big names, and then the names that are on the cast list that I I am familiar with are surprising to me. So, like, Shug Avery... um, Excuse me, that's the character's name. Um... Lauren, do you know how to pronounce this actress's name? It's like... Which uh, character do they play? I'm looking at it. Shug Avery. Margaret Avery? Yes, her name is Margaret. Yeah.
0: He... Oh, this is interesting. Is this a musical or is it the...
1: Yeah, it's a musical. The Color Purple the is Color also is... a classic book. Yes, it's based off of the novel. Oh, but I there's a musical a that's musical. called The Color Purple. And so this is the movie version of the musical. Oh, interesting. Wait, I don't think that there's a character named Margaret. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the is...
0: 1985 one. Hold on. Un momento. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I don't think that there's Margaret. Taraji P. In... Hinson plays yes, Shug Taraji. Avery. I was like, I about love to see her. Taraji. And I was like, I think I'm going to pronounce that wrong. Well then her is in it who plays the character Squeak and Haley Haley, Hallie Bailey is also in it. You guys know that He's, I'm terrible, terrible, terrible. Hallie Bailey's playing oh. Ariel. He's oh Ariel. I didn't realize I thought it was the same person. Yes. Again, this just supports what I'm saying more. Is that this is a very intriguing cast. So I think that it will be very well done. Um I'm not sure who's directing it, but it'll be good. Uh, um,
0: Baza Wule. Never heard of him.
1: Awesome! Can't wait to see it.
0: Sounds great. Next on the list, um, we have one
1: that Lauren is probably very excited about. It is like of Three.
0: I know nothing about this. To be honest, didn't even know it was coming out. I'd heard rumors. Very interested to see. I don't. They don't even know when it's going to come out. So we'll see if it actually even comes out in. Do we 2020?
1: have a cast list or anything?
0: Um, the only people listed are, you know, uh, Jennifer Coolidge as Paulette and Reese Witherspoon. The girls Reese. who play Serena and Margot, are also supposedly coming back, which are the sorority sisters. Okay. But when you, when you click on it, it says, Plot Unknown. And it is pre-production, so they have not started. So Interesting.
1: So we'll see if this even, come even out comes out.
0: I'll be shocked if it does, but it was on the list. Yeah. So I was like, either yeah. way, whenever it does come out. I'm excited. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I love a leigh yeah. blonde. You love an Elwood's
1: Woods moment? Yep. And then the last one that I'm like, I wouldn't say that I'm like stoked, excited about it, but I'm very intrigued is Peter Pan and Wendy. I loved Peter Pan when I was younger, so I think this one could be very nostalgic, but I think that it has the opportunity to maybe not be as good as I want it to be. But supposedly it's coming out in 2023 and we don't know a lot about it. Um, Okay, Lauren.
0: Speaking of things that we think are not going to do well, um, here's some movies that we think are going to flop in 2023. They are coming out, and we do not think they are going to be good. Um, The first one on that list comes out in February, and this is Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. I have seen the trailer for this. It
1: looks terrible. Looks terrible. The Ant-Man
0: is like a very inferior. Marvel character in my book, like I love Paul Rudd. Don't get me wrong. Do not care, but it's like different dimensions, and I'm like, wait, no, like it feels
1: unrealistic. It doesn't look well made. It just looks dumb. I do not yeah. think it will do well. I feel like it's trying to have um, not a crap. Oh my god, I'm blinking. Oh my gosh, the Marvel. What's the Marvel? no oh that's, that's Guardians not. of the galaxy it gives me wanna be guardian of the galaxy like it's trying to be funny like that but it just like can't i don't know i don't it's know it's like man. the walmart version yes i don't know what's next on and the list and then next on the list is Dun- dungeons and dragons which i think that this has potential to probably maybe possibly surprise us and be interesting But it most likely will flop, unfortunately. It comes out in March. Um, I honestly don't know a ton about it. But I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, it's kind of caught my attention. Oh, the cast is so interesting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: So Chris Pine is in this. And the guy that played the Duke in Bridgerton. Yep. Hugh Grant. Wow. Okay. Here's the reason I think it will flop. I don't think anybody wants to watch a movie about Dungeons & Dragons except maybe people that actually play it. I don't want to okay, go see well, this.
1: Like, I have a confession, and it's that I've played Dungeons & Dragons. In Dungeons & Dragons, people roast it. It takes so much work to play this game. and I don't doubt that. It is kind of fun. Like, You have the quest master, and the quest master writes the quest for like the whole table that's playing and I'm probably not gonna use the right language because I've only played it one time but then you're like given a character and you like can talk in the character's name but you like or like voice but you don't have to and you like make it up and then the quest master is like telling you like you go into a forest and then this thing happens and then you like have to work with the other characters to like get around it and the quest master can have like two potential ways of the story can go depending on how you react to different things that happen in their storyline and like you play one quest it can take all day to get through one quest and it it's like well it's not really like a, a, a win-lose kind of game but I used to think like oh Dungeons and Dragons like it's stupid, but then when Stranger Things came out and the boy, the boys in Stranger Things were playing it, I feel like it kind of like resurfaced, just like a household thing that was talked about. Yeah. And so then I played it with some family member and their friends, and I was like, you know what? This takes a lot of creativity, a lot of time, a lot of patience, and you kind of like it's like one of those things that once you start, you like get invested and you can't let it go. So. All that to say, that was way too long explaining Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm just saying that I think it could potentially come out to be a pretty good movie, but maybe I'll eat those words later. What's next on the list? I last? don't know.
0: So the next thing on the list is the Shazam, Fury of the Gods. This terrible. This
1: is a waste of time. Is
0: a, a second. For some reason, I'm going to pause and I'm going to edit this out. Your microphone sounds really weird. It's like buzzing. Really? Right? Yeah. Again? Yeah, like I can hear you, but it's like buzzy. Try it now. Is that better? No, like, I can still hear it. I can't tell if it's my headphones or if it's yours. It okay how's that nope it's the same maybe it's my headphones
1: yeah because it's a whole new mic
0: i just hope it doesn't show up in i sound fine don't i
1: yeah you sound great
0: all right we're just gonna keep going then and we'll just wasn't hearing with any it.
1: problems well, um start back with like what's the next on the list and so we can talk about shazam one more time all right. So okay, the, what is next on the list?
0: So the next thing on the list is Shazam! Fury of the Gods. So this is the second in the Shazam! franchise. This
1: is a waste um, of time. Why are we getting another movie?
0: I don't know. It's our Zachary Levi, which I actually kind of like Zachary Levi, but I just think this is unnecessary. <laughs> the first Shazam! was fine. We don't need a second one, though. No. Just don't.
1: Absolutely. I and say. I feel the same way about the next movie on the list, which is Super Mario Bros. I'm like, oh. I feel like we've seen them try to remake movies like this or make movies like this. And maybe this is me, like, contradicting what I said about Dungeons and Dragons. So, like, we don't need more movies about games. But I'm just like, uh, what? Do
0: we really need to watch that? But the, that's not the least. The only thing that intrigues me about Super Mario Brothers. Um, is the cast. So you've got Chris Pratt plays Mario, Jack Black plays Bowser, (laughs) Keegan-Michael Key plays Toad, like, you've got some really funny people, like comedians, that are voicing these characters. Um, Now, I'm not intrigued enough to go watch it in the theater, like, I'm just not. um, I don't, I just don't, I don't think it's gonna be good. It's about Super Mario Brothers, like, it cannot be good. (laughs) And then the last movie on the list that we think is going to flop is um, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Yeah. There are there are too many Transformers
1: movies. We yep. need to be done. Why are we still making these? Yeah. I will say the cast is another thing that's interesting. You have Michelle Yeoh, who's the woman that was the lead actress in Everything Everywhere All at Once. You also have Peter, is it Dinklage, who plays... Yeah. A character as well who's from Game of Thrones. And then I think the most, two most interesting characters are Pete Davidson, who's in this, which is just, he's such an interesting human that whenever he does anything, I'm like, what? But then Anthony, is it Ramos? Ramos is also in it. Mm -hmm. And he, I feel like, had a really big last two years between Hamilton and that other musical that he did that came out that I I feel like my brain cannot remember anything. In the um, heights, yes, which I thought was very well done, and he did a great job at that. So, um, I think maybe has potential, but probably will flop. <laughs> this also has the guy that plays Danny
0: Rojas on Ted Lasso in it, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I love Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, so I don't know. It, we just, I just don't think we need it. But that's Optimus okay. Optimus Prime makes a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary. All right, so next up on the CineChix podcast, as we move forward, we are not doing an episode every week because we both are still busy humans. Um, but we're I think we're aiming for, like, every other week. Yep. Yeah, so our next episode will come out on January 26th. We're going to kind of project what we think is nominated, which will be a very interesting episode because – The nominations come out on the 24th, so if you pay attention to those, you can listen to our projections, and we'll see how close we are, or how off we are. I don't know. Could be interesting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that was just how the timing worked out. I'm excited that the Cinematics podcast will kind of have this new spin of, like, being focused on the Oscars, and, like, how movies do and what the Academy thinks of things. And Warren and I, I think have a dream of being in the Academy, even though that's impossible. And so you can just pretend you're in the Academy with us.
0: <laughs> hey, never say never. We could become famous
1: people. Yep. So our next episode we'll do, um, did you say this already? Projections on nominations. And those come out the 24th, like Warren said. So, yeah, mm-hmm. We'll see it. So we're excited okay. to see what this season has in store. It's going to be a good one. Yep. It is. I'm excited. Okay. Well, first episode done. How you feeling? That's a Mario? wrap. That's a wrap. Feeling Thanks great. for listening, everyone. Absolutely. We'll see you next week because... Who needs a critic
0: anyways? Bye. Bye.